वी आर डूइंग कैंटो ट्वेल्व फ्रॉम द श्रीमद भगवतम चैप्टर फोर दिस इज अव चैप्टर वी आर स्टार्टिंग इट इज कॉल्ड द फोर कैटेगरीज ऑफ यूनिवर्सल एनहेलेशन सो वी हैव कम टू अ पॉइंट वेयर सुखदेव गोस्वामी इज ऑलरेडी सेट टू परीक्षित दैट हिज टाइम इज लिटरली एट द एंड इट्स द फाइनल टच डाउन एंड परीक्षित इज अबाउट टू डाई so the last few verses that we are doing over here and maybe the next chapter would be the end of parikshit it is also talking about how this last yuga is going to end how the world ends how people end and how this entire cycle of birth and death ends so we are going to discuss a lot of things so let us see what happens so we are doing shrimad bhagavatam canto 12 chapter 4 the four categories of annihilation sukhdev goswami said my dear king i have already described to you the measurement of time beginning from the smallest fraction measured by the movement of a single atom up to the total life span of lord brahma i have also discussed the measurement of the different millennia of universal history now hear about the time of brahma's day and the process of annihilation so in the past we had already discussed how the time works time is a factor which is there when the birth happens when the creation happens time comes into the picture but if the creation has not happened how can time come into the picture it doesn't today if we have to learn about time we have to go and study time in the manner of the days the years the months these you know seconds that are going the millennia that are going the thousands of years millions billions we don't know so we are talking in terms of the zero you know addition to every zero time is always measured something like that so when we measure time time is a movement which happens only when creation comes into play otherwise there is no time whatsoever when there was nothing when there was nothing where was time before you were born where was time for you can you think of that before you were born where was time for you after you are dead where is the time do you think you are bothered about time before you were born and after you die we don't care about time because we don't even know whether we exist or not right today you can say yes i am there so there is time but if you are not there then where is time so we have discussed time <coughs> beginning from the smallest fraction measured by the movement of a single atom up to the total life span of lord brahma <clears throat> the time taken by the movement of an atom do you know what is a kind of clock we are having today earlier we would look at the sun and the movement around us you know like i would say oh there is sunset and there is sunrise and there is moonrise and moon we were looking at all these things and we would say okay now just the sun is very high on top of our head so it must be 12 o'clock in the afternoon time was judged like that then came watches we had different different kinds of watches of course you can wear fancy watch in all the expensive ones also it tells the same time as the cheap watch if you wear an expensive watch it tells the same time as a cheap watch it just tells you you are dying or going to die very soon you are going to die very soon every time when the the clock goes tick 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 you're dying you're dying you're dying you're dying you're dying that is all it says me or that nothing it said doesn't it say anything for people who are there in the rajasik guna they say you are late you are late you are late <laughs> see it says the same words for all three do you know what the clock says the watch says to everybody you are late yeah 
right or wrong you know think about it the satvik person is i am late i should have reached realization by now i am late i should have done realization by now he is thinking a rajasik person looks at a watch and says i am late i should have made more money and a tamasik person i am late i should have gone to bed long ago see all three are saying the same thing i am late so did you get time is always like that we are measuring time in this way and now we have come to a point where we no longer have that watch we have those electronic watches which works because of crystal something is moving inside i don't know what it is i believe it's called the quartz crystal or something like that but the latest of the watches <coughs> it's called an atomic watch do you know it's called an atomic watch right so it is there somewhere in some part of the world and they find time big and we always set our watches see again i will say before the satsang to put it on so it's always time bound can you understand that so time is measured by means of the smallest fraction which is atom and the largest the largest is how many years does it take for the universe to get destroyed like that so he says uh, we have discussed about this i have also discussed the measurement of the different millennia of universal history so there are different different kind of you know time factors which we have taken into account you know so many kingdoms came and went away there was this mahabharata war it went away before that there was ramayana before that there were so many what we know today we are trying to find out through this kind of books excavation archaeological record carbon dating so now here about the time of brahma's day and the process of annihilation so he says now that i have told you about all these material worldly things now let us hear about brahma ji 1000 cycles of four ages constitutes a single day of brahma known as a kalpa in that period of king 14 manus come and see 1000 cycles 1000 cycles of four ages so four ages are krita treta dwapara and kaliyuga so four ages come and 1000 cycle of that that means 1000 into 4 it constitutes a single day of brahma known as one kalpa brahma we are not discussing brahma ji over here ha huh? please we are not discussing the deity called brahma no brahma all right the unmanifest so that 1000 of those four kalp four ages constitutes one kalpa in that period 14 manus come and go so in this time 14 manus have come and gone after one day of brahma annihilation occurs during his night which is the same duration as that time all the three planetary systems are subject to destruction so after this period has gone there is night time that was day time 1000 kalpas was a day time 1000 cycles one kalpa was a day time then there is a night time so if day time is say according to us a day time is say let us say if we divide 24 into 2 so 24 hours 12 hours would be day time and 12 hours would be night time like some maybe we are living somewhere in the european countries 12 hours night time so we can sleep for those who want to have more sleep should all right so he says during that time during this night time then that means the balance half of that the whole thing this gets destroyed at that time all the three planetary systems are subject to destruction so what are the three planetary systems you remember the heavens the earth demonic world all these are going to come to an end this is a simple chapter we have to finish it off as fast as we can this is called naimittika 
or occasional annihilation during which the original creator lord narayana lies down upon the bed of ananta shesha and absorbs the entire universe within himself while lord brahma okay so during that time what happened it's a naimittik naimittik means a minor point in time a minor naimittik jlt you understand little bit you know like uh, uh, like that so so for narayana it is uh, like that just think about it oh it was just one day you know in our life also we do the same thing just one day okay gone so for narayana also this is naimittik or occasional it happens like okay every day it happens it is like a, how was your day okay how was your day okay some day it will be today was a bad day do we ever say today was a good day <laughs> i mean think about it today was the greatest day of my life no nobody says the person who is winning the olympic medal also will say na was it the greatest day of your life i could have done better <laughs> he will tell you this i could have done better Let's record <laughs> see every person is like this if you ask them well, how was your day good 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 very nice very nice nobody says this so i think we have to allow that during which the original creator now this at that time the original creator there is original creator i think we have already discussed that first is brahma unmanifest and the person who is the original creator means purusha and prakriti come into the picture so the original god who is sleeping over there his name is narayan right so lord narayan lies upon the bed of anantashesh the snake which is hovering over his head you remember and he sleeps on that coils okay king coil right mattress like that so he is the king coil mattress and anant uh, that is called anantashesh and on that he is sleeping the lord the lord is sleeping and absorbs the entire universe within himself while lord brahma see at that point in time what is happening he is just absorbing what is absorbing sounds very dramatic things are going to happen okay so we will do this much and then we will continue with uh, what actually happens when the two halves of the lifetime of lord brahma the most elevated created being are complete the seven basic elements of creation are annihilated okay the now what is going to happen see slowly slowly how this annihilation annihilation means destruction know the word and destruction everything happens in our life all destruction <laughs> okay upon the annihilation of the material elements the universal egg you remember brahmanda we were talking about so much we discussed about it comprising the elemental amalgamation of creation is confronted with discussion destruction so one omelet is going to get me okay that's what he means so this egg brahmanda is going to go is going to dis- get destroyed see all this is very beautifully visualized in our mind's eye our mind's eye will tell us oh i can see brahma ji you know the brahma and on that there is narayana he is sleeping very nicely and there is a nice bed of his okay and he is making himself comfortable like this you know all the coils of snake are there so imagine all the coils of snake are there and he is making himself comfortable he is lying down and he is dreaming and when he opens his eyes everything goes for a toss you see the whole problem is when he opens his eyes so and but earlier what was happening all these creation and things were like that were part of his dream everything came about in the dream only all right like we daydream you know what we daydream we'll get the lottery on banega karodpati i'll get the millionaire okay i'll get to marry the best girl in the world you know most beautiful one nothing happens it's only a dream i have become the prime minister of the president of the country 
I'm giving a nice speech. Okay, nothing happens. So, <laughs> and for them who you know, those are the people for whom it happens. Okay, you should see them talking on on uh, TED talks and all. Wow, great talk they. Make. Very soon they will be off that. <laughs> so coming back to this time over here. So this egg, which was a creation, is now going away. So this is the next thing that you have to visualize. As annihilation approaches Oking, there will be no rain upon the earth for 100 years. Drought will lead to famine and the starving populace will literally consume one another. The inhabitants of the earth, bewildered by the force of time, will gradually be destroyed. So again, you just visualize on earth what is happening. For 100 years, there is no rain. So are we not going to become barren like the moon or some such planet, you know? We have some of those round balls somewhere up there. Huh? So there is no rain. So what happens to the rain? So where did the water go then? So maybe the water disappeared. Or drought will lead to famine. There will be drought. Naturally, if there is no rain, what happens? No food to eat. No water to drink. Then what happens? There is famine. And the starving population, what do they do? They literally eat each other. I mean, think about it. That's what they are going to do. The inhabitants of the earth, bewildered by the force of time, will be gradually destroyed. Sounds very gory, no? Very gory. Imagine some, you are going to chomp on, you know, like <laughs> on your neighbor. Ah, yuck! <laughs> the sun in his annihilating form will drink up with its terrible rays all the water of the oceans, of living bodies and of the earth itself. But the devastating sun will not give any rain in return. Next, the great fire of annihilation will flare up from the mouth of Lord Shankarshana, carried by the mighty force of the wind. This fire will burn throughout the universe, scorching the lifeless cosmic shell. And this is this is only for visualization. Okay, what is happening just now? All right, the sun, he is shining very hard on Earth, and all the water gets evaporated. Where does it go? In outer space, is it? But problem is, it cannot go in outer space. The scientific people will not allow it to happen. See, in God's world, anything can happen. In science, it will not happen. It, they will say, no, 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 no. We have the atmosphere, stratosphere, this sphere, that sphere. It is going to be somewhere over there. And maybe. We don't know what is going to happen. We can only speculate, isn't it? So, these people who have written this book also, they are telling you something. So, we just have to understand it. But is that the story? Mm, that is that is the codex, no? This whole thing is a codex. So we have to come to the story very slowly. So, but let us try to visualize this beautiful thing that is happening. Is it beautiful, by the way? No. And then when that is happening, Lord Shankarshana, you know, the snake, what will he do? He is going to, all his mouth are going to blow fire. Alright? The universal sphere will glow like a burning ball of cow dung. Wow, a coal, you know, the whole earth is going to burn. Great and the terrible wind of destruction will begin to blow from more than 100 years and the sky covered with dust will turn grey. After that, O King, group of multicolored clouds will gather, roaring terribly with thunder and will pour down flood of rain for 100 years. So, for 100 years there is no rain and then 100 years there is rain. At that time, the shell of the universe will fill up with water forming a single cosmic ocean. We may say that this may not happen during our lifetime. See, we are bothered only about our lifetime. No? After you are dead, who cares? Right? So, during our lifetime, this is anyway not going to happen. So, we can always, okay, fine, somebody in the future is going to get hurt very badly. <laughs> we are going to say that. So, but 
you are going to be born again unfortunate part is that no <laughs> so this is the whole thing that you have to actually leading up to leading up to you see understand that just imagine those who are in world war today that nazi camps and this and that and you know all the japanese they still remember those days you know those people there are some some old people somewhere i don't know during the world war 2 they are, they may be alive they'll say during my time i was in imagine the people those who are born in this 1995 2000 2005 and all what they are what uncle uncle grandfather what are you talking about i don't understand see they don't understand they go to youtube and see those things okay you will see nobody knows they don't know what is suffering so these old timers think and they don't know suffering everybody has their own way of looking at life so they they are saying you don't know suffering the millennials are saying you don't know suffering you don't know how much problem we have right we have so many issues during your time there was no law also today we have to contend with everything from income tax i, I am just uh, 25 years old and i have so many problems you see i have income tax to contend with i have so many now which girlfriend which boyfriend i have to think about okay where which hotel which restaurant i am going to go to last week we went to this restaurant and next week we have to go to some, i have very big problems than you okay you were to anyway sitting in one concentration camp and eating whatever that was given to you in my life my life is concentration camp <laughs> today's millennials are saying this way they cannot decide most of the time so let us see how this works so all the time the shell of the universe will fill up with water forming a single cosmic ocean as the entire universe is flooded the water will rob the earth of its unique quality of fragrance and the element earth deprived of its distinguishing quality will be dissolved you get it i will explain adhyatmic portion the spiritual portion later on this chapter the element fire then ceases the taste from the element water which deprived from its unique taste quality taste merges into fire air ceases the form inherent in fire and then fire deprived of form merges into air just pressure yourself the elements e- ether ceases the quality of air namely touch and that air enters into ether i will explain wait then o king false ego in ignorance ceases sound the quality of ether after which the ether merges into false ego. false ego in the mode of passion and false ego in the mode of goodness absorb the demigods then the total mahatattva sees false ego along with his various functions and that mahat is the basic and ignorance my dear king parikshit these modes are further over nature impelled by time the unmanifest nature is not subject and caused by the rather it has no beginning the unman i hope you all had closed your ears by now because nothing entered nothing entered this fellow is going into that fellow that fellow is going to that fellow guru ji can we skip this verse and go to the next one please how many of you are thinking like this i think most of you are thinking like this because sounds very strange you know like it's like some algorithm okay this is an algorithm how destruction is going to happen one into the other into the other into the other and into the other so finally you will get some end result somewhere so let us re- see what happens every element one element annihilates and annihilates the other one then the other one then the other one then the other one finally it comes to the false ego the false ego gets absorbed into the demigods remember there are three demigods over there which are super bosses of this creation huh? three demigods brahma vishnu and shiva three gods are there so they are going to absorb the three gunas they are representing the three gunas 
So all of them are taking back whatever they have given you. They are all taking back. Naturally, we have to return the goods. No? Can you imagine going to a restaurant and then eating something over there and taking the plates and the spoons and the fork and walking out of the restaurant? You can't do that. No? Oh, this is very nice. I will take this also and go. You can't do that. You have to keep it over there. So when you have finished with your food, you have to leave everything behind and go away. Like that, in the same way, we have finished with our life. What are we supposed to do? Leave everything to the gods. You know, they are going to clear the whole place up. New people are going to come. Just serving you is not the only purpose. Somebody else is going to come later on also. So it's like that. So they have finished with it. And then they go back into the three modes. After that, what happens? Then the origin, everything goes back into the original unmanifest form. Remember the unmanifest to make it. This element eats that element that eats. You will ask me, how does this element eat that element? Very simple experiment we have done, isn't it? When we burn something, what happens? When we burn something, the gas, suppose if we have put on the gas, isn't the gas getting used up? Yes. You know, gas is getting used up and getting converted into what? Water and another gas. Correct? So, like that. And then that gets used up and then it becomes what? Like that. So, everything that is there is getting destroyed one by one by one. The unmanifest nature is not subject to six kind of transformation caused by the influence of time. So, what happens? Everything happens is time bound. One after the other, all activities are destroying. And after that, finally, comes the unmanifest. So, everything from something becomes nothing. Now, we got to stop over here. Why? Because after nothing, what is happening? Do we know? Nobody knows what is going to happen after nothing. Something went into nothing. After that, what happened? Nothing happened. I don't know what happened. So, this is what he is saying. Rather, it has no beginning and no end. So, did you understand this whole verse? I explained to you in a very simple manner, right? In the unmanifest stage of material nature called the pradhana, there is no expression of words, no mind, no manifestation of subtle elements beginning from the mahat, nor are there any modes of goodness, passion and ignorance. There is no life, air, nor intelligence, nor any sense of dem senses or demigods. There is no definitive arrangements of planetary system, nor are there the definite stages of consciousness, sleep, wakefulness and deep sleep. There is no ether, water, air, earth, water, fire and sun. The situation is like that of complete sleep or of voidness. Indeed, it is indescribable. Authorities in spiritual science explain, however, that since pradhana is the original substance, it is the actual basis of matter. After listening to the previous verse, you know, all the big words that I told you, we listen to this verse. So, what happens after that? Nothing happens. Hmm? Is there air, water, fire? No. Is there sleep, this thing? No. Waking state? No. So, for everything, the answer is no. See, is there anything happening? No, nothing is happening. Then why are we reading? If nothing is happening, we have to go to the next verse then. See, it only means something that there is something which is taken over. And we have no clue. Okay. It is like standing in the middle of the road and getting a call. Okay. And you don't have a paper and a pen to write down the number. So, when you go back home, you try to remember the number. What was the number that that person gave? <laughs> Nothing comes back to you, isn't it? Nothing happens. So, the person who had called you earlier, that person is not there. So, where will you get the number from? Nowhere. And Google also doesn't help. So, <laughs> you are left with nothing. So, it's exactly like that. There is nothing written down. There is nobody to go to. There is nobody to tell you anything. So, what are we talking about? Everything becomes nothing. Right? 
This is the annihilation called pratiksha, during which the energies belong to the supreme person and the unmanifest material nature disassembled by the force of time are deprived of their potencies and merged together totally. It is the absolute truth alone who manifests in the form of intelligence, the senses and the object of sense perception and who is that ultimate basis. Whatever has the beginning and an end is substantial because of being an object perceived by limited senses and because of being non-different from its own cause. To take at least two, three headache medicines because these verses are sounding like this very heavy, heavy, heavy on the head. Well, simple verse, simple understanding is end of this, there is nothing. Right? Did you understand this much? Everything goes to nothing. Did you that much you understood? Now, whatever that was there can only be understood if you have your body senses with you intact and your mind correct. If something is moving in your head, you know, tick, 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 then only you will understand. But if nothing is moving, I mean, you are feeling cold, you feel like sleeping, then what is going to happen? All words are becoming like a, it is like a drone. No, no noise coming. You know, not, only, only that in your ear. Guruji. Can we stop over here? I want to go to sleep. So, something like that is happening just now. Say, all that is coming from somewhere. Did you understand? Understanding comes. And what is the understanding? All this that we thought of is supposed to be the truth. There is something in that. From which something came out. Because you and I exist in this world today, so we can say that there was something from which everything got created, right? And this is the truth that we have to think about. And it is not different from anything. From the unmanifest world, to the manifest world, to you and me, and to the God are there, wherever he is, right? There. So, wherever the God is, okay? We don't know where he is. So, to find out this God and find out, to know certain things, okay? When I have time, I will tell you some, some other thing also, but... First, I have to explain this to you. A lamp, the eye that views by the light of that lamp and the visible form that are viewed are all basically not different from element fire. In the same way, intelligence, the senses and the sense perception has no existence separate from the supreme reality. Although that absolute truth remains totally distinct from them. Now a little bit of understanding will come to you. Okay? Now, let us say, your phone, the screen doesn't come on. It doesn't come on. Do you know what is happening in the phone? No, no. You cannot understand no, what is happening. Then what are you supposed to do? You touch the side somewhere or touch some dial or something like that. Something you touch. Then what happens? Light comes on. Tick, like that. And then you can see, oh, it is 7-2 in India. So you get knowledge. How did you get knowledge? Because of light. But if there was no light, no knowledge. See, did you get this? In darkness, I close your eyes, you know, with one black cloth and then I take you in, on, in, a, in a very dark place. And if I won't even remove the cloth from your eyes, can you see anything? Nothing. You can't see anything. Where are you? No idea. What are you doing? I'm just walking. But who is there around you? Can you make out? No. It's exactly. You need the light, isn't it? the light. Till you don't have the light, you won't understand anything. In the same way, in your brain, if there is no intelligence, will you understand anything? See, 
nothing is going to be understood if there is no, not even one you know one dot of intelligence zero intelligent people will understand nothing they'll say it is like that darkness what was there i don't know so life is exactly like this when light comes on you get to see and identify an object when intelligence comes on you can identify and think whatever it is whatever answer the answers can only be you know derived by using your intelligence that is what he is saying now intelligence don't just say you know oh guruji said only intelligence i can close my eyes and see no 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 you have to use your eyes your ears that is all the senses that god has given you should use them god has given you a fantastic mind use it god has given you intelligence use it do you get this point but it doesn't have separate existence from the reality did you understand this mind intellect senses are pointing towards something something i see the phone i can tap it i can open it i can see the message i can read it then i can understand who the, the person who has sent and then i can respond taking the right response all this is a part of you it's a part of you this is called a part of the supreme reality so your existence is a part don't discount it so when people say i am worthless i cannot do this just know you are important you are a part of this brilliant world called reality but you don't understand the absolute truth this knowledge is not understood till this example hasn't come did you understand if there is no light i cannot see the object if i have no intelligence or mind i cannot understand anything in this all this is a part of reality and this absolute reality is a very different ball game but we need to understand the truth in this the three states of intelligence are called waking consciousness sleep and deep sleep and deep sleep the sleep in between is what we say in a dream state okay but my dear king the variegated experience created for the pure living entity by this three these different states are nothing more than an illusion we are living in a world of illusion we create objects in nature just as clouds in the sky come into being are then dispersed by the amalgamation and the dissolution of the constituent elements this material universe is created and destroyed within the absolute truth by the amalgamation and the dissolution of its elemental constituent parts so slowly it comes into the picture and then it gets dissolved okay my dear king it is stated in the vedanta sutra that the ingredient cause that constitutes any manifest product in this universe can be perceived as a separate reality just as a thread that make up a cloth can be perceived separately from the product sounds strange again no it is not strange remember we discussed the three okay, waking state sleep state and the deep sleep state okay what happens in the deep sleep i don't know what happens in the waking state oh i can see the light i can understand i ate this i did this i went this we know we understand in dream state my grandfather came he is dead you know 100 years he is dead but yet he comes in the dream and then he gave me chocolates and i ate them they were very nice you look at that person and you say are you crazy that was your dream the grandfather never came he never gave you chocolates you never ate them and they were not tasty also you are dreaming about it is it real now so in the same way 
Vedanta says, everything that you see and think is a part and parcel. It is actually there or not there cannot be understood. You can touch yourself. Yeah, I am real. I am real. We can say that. But all these states, are they real or unreal? This is called the knowledge which we have to search for. And searching for this knowledge is very, very important. Because everything that is there is cause and effect and all these kind of things that are there. It's like an illusion, isn't it? Right? Heavy subject, no? So, although perceived, the transformation of even a single atom of material nature has no ultimate definition without reference to the Supreme Soul. To be accepted as factual existing something must possess the same quality as a pure spirit, eternal, unchanging existence. So, everything has a foundation somewhere. Your dream state, your waking state and your deep sleep has a foundation somewhere. In you, Y-O-U, you. So, who is this you? We are still trying to understand that. There is no material duality in the absolute truth. The duality pursued by an ignorant person is like a difference between the sky contained in an empty pot and the sky outside the pot or the difference between the reflection of the sun in water and the sun itself in the sky or the difference between vital air within one living body and that within another living body. So, this difference that has come to us, why this duality has come? I sleep, I get up, I eat, I drink, I go to work, I come back and I go to sleep again. Then I wake up again. God is there, I am here. This is what the basic reality for human beings is. This is called duality. But God is inside of you. Something is running you, no? Without that framework, how are you running? How are you sleeping? How are you waking up? How are you working? Oh, I got energy. Sir, even if you don't have energy, you are still alive. You will, sometimes people say, I am so tired. <laughs> you know, the kind of phase, I am so tired. I want to go to sleep. So, okay, fine. But you are still alive. Is it that keeps you alive? So, there is a reality which is you. And there is no difference between you and this reality. You are one and the same. The reality is you alone. And it is called the God within us. We have to understand this. But we see it separately. Why? He looks like a dead duck. This person is so active. Because we look like this. You know, we start comparing with other people. Right? We compare with other people. We compare with other things. Your watch is better than mine. Like that people say. You know? So, Think about it. So, this kind of differences happen. So, according to the different purpose, men utilize gold in various ways and gold is therefore perceived in various forms. In the same way, the Supreme Personality of Godhead who is inaccessible to material senses is described in various terms, both ordinary and Vedic by different types of people. Now, in the material world, God is described like this only. Like gold, how we can say, you know, gold, you are wearing a earring, somebody is wearing a a ring, somebody, is, somebody else is wearing a necklace, all different forms of gold, but it is gold at the end. So, God is described by different people in a different manner, right? The self also is described by different people in a different manner. Although a cloud is a product of the sun and is also made visible by the sun, it is nevertheless creates darkness in the viewing eye, which is another partial expansion of the sun. Similarly, material false ego, a particular absolute truth made visible by obstructs the individual soul, another partial expansion of the absolute. Very heavy again. Okay. <laughs> the sun. There is a sun over there. The sun, he makes us see the light. Stare at the sun for one minute and see what happens. You will become darkness, you know, in your eyes. <laughs> the same sun can cause you blindness also, isn't it? So, the truth is exactly like this. Please remember this. The truth can be seen in a reflected form reflected form. Can you see the truth directly? Now, let us think about truth as God. Just comparison say. Truth is equal to sun is equal to God. 
you can see the sun reflected in objects, right? You cannot stare at the sun directly. Did you understood? Same way God. God can be seen in his creation. Everything around us. Can you look at God? No. God is not visible. You will become blind. Just like you look at the sun, you become blind. No. In the same way, I cannot understand God directly. I have to see it in some other object. I hope you understood. Huh? This is what the absolute truth is all about. The truth is there. But I need to see a reflected form of the truth. And judge how the truth is. But it is the absolute truth. Correct? How is it visible? Sun is seen reflected everywhere. Did you understand this? Like that, I can see the objects. The objects are a part of this world. So, I know there is light. Now, think about the verse. Let there be light. Imagine, you know, God is standing with a torch over there and putting it in your eye. You will become blind. So, don't do that. Let there be light means the light is around you. Be happy the light is there. You can see. When the cloud originally produced from the sun is torn apart, the eye can see the actual form of the sun. Similarly, when the spirit soul destroys this material covering of false ego by inquiring into the time, now we are coming to the spiritual aspect of it. So, I am going to finish this chapter and then I am going to tell you without you know looking into these verses just for under. My dear Parikshit, when the illusory false ego that binds the soul has been cut off with the sword of discriminating knowledge and one has developed realization of Lord Achyuta, the supreme soul, it is called Atyantika or ultimate annihilation of material existence. So, this is the, you have to understand the divine lord. Then it is called Atyantika. Alright. The last one, ultimate annihilation. Expert in the subtle working of nature or subduer of enemies have declared this as the continuous process of creation and annihilation that all created beings beginning with Brahma constantly undergo. All material entities undergo transformation are constantly and swiftly eroded by the mighty currents of time. The various stages of existence that material things exhibit are the perpetual causes of their generation. These stages of existence created by the beginningless and the endless time, the impersonal representative of the Supreme Lord are not visible just as the infinitesimal momentary changes of position in the planet in the sky cannot be directly seen. Most of you are sleeping. Huh? <laughs> in this way, the progress of time is described in terms of the four kinds of annihilation. Continuous, occasional, elemental and final. O best of the Kurus, I have related to you these narrations of the pastimes of Lord Narayana, the creator of this world and the ultimate reservoir of all existence. Pres presenting them to you only in a brief summary, even Lord Brahma himself will be incapable of describing them entirely. If Brahma comes and describes, I think we will not understand. Right? Nobody is going to understand this because very simply, we are still human beings and we are trying to understand it with our petty mind. But the petty mind is what is going to give you the answer. So, I will come to the petty mind. For a person who is suffering from the fire of countless miseries and who desires to cross the insurmountable ocean of material existence, there is no suitable boat except that of cultivating devotion to the transcendental taste of the Supreme Personality of Godhead's past. Long ago, this essential anthology of all the Puranas was spoken by the infallible Lord Nar Narayana Rishi to Narada, who then repeated it to Krishna Dvayapayana Vyas Dev, Ved Vyas. My dear Maharaj Parikshit, the great personality of Srila Vyas Dev taught me the scriptures, Srimad Bhagavatam, which is equal in stature to the four Vedas. O best of the Kurus, the same Sutta Goswami who is sitting before you will speak the sages assembled in the great sacrifice of Naimisharanya, 
which we will do when questioned by the members of the headed by now this brings us to the end of chapter 4 i finished the chapter so that you know you don't get bored right so now i will tell you the truth about this i mean isn't that the reason why you are sitting you know we are sitting till the end to understand who murdered whom just imagine there is a movie and there is a murder happening and till the end you are not told who is the murderer you know you don't want to go for these kind of movies no so after reading all this entire chapter you really want to understand what you know the simple word what the hell happened <laughs> can you please tell me so you can sleep the whole movie and in the end and ask who killed you know how the agatha christie books are written no till the last you don't know who is the murderer and finally in the last you can reach the last few pages and you will understand oh then you know the whole story so it's like that. So I'm going to tell you this. This understanding is the most important part of our life. We struggle, struggle so much with our life every day. Do you know what is the struggle? Yesterday we were discussing. Yesterday in the middle of the night, Raj was discussing one very big philosophy with me. She was telling me some great stuff. And which is what your story and our story is the same by the way. So let us discuss what this. There is this one lady. Okay, she is having so many issues in her life. She had one divorce, a second problem is there, husband is having problem, children are there, they are creating trouble, the whole world is a problem, everything, so too many problems. She got cheated, she got... Now, stories, but she can do anything. She is taking care of her children, she takes care of her life, she does three, three jobs at a time and is fantastic and is fabulous and the most beautiful person on earth is capable of anything, but you know, she doesn't know what to do. Oh! Now, isn't that everybody's life story? Everybody is in the same boat. So I asked, what is the answer? What is the answer? What is the answer? What is the answer? Do you know what is the answer? Answer is very simple. You have to take the baton into your own hand. Do something about it. The solving of the problems cannot be done by some God sitting somewhere. There is no God. Like I showed, like there is no God is there. There is no God there. No God there. Guruji cannot solve your material worldly problems. Okay, Guruji has got one billion dollars in his bank account. How much do you want? Uh, Guruji, can you give me some 50 million? Okay, okay, sanction. Guruji cannot solve your material worldly problems. Guruji, I don't have a house to stay. Okay, I have those 50,000 houses. Can you please give one to him? I can't do that. Guruji, I don't have a good husband. Can I get one good husband? Okay, okay. We have got some 25,000 people lying. In, you know, they are in queue. Give her one. We can't. I can't do this. I can't solve your problems for you. My business is not doing well. Okay. I will tell each customer in the year. Please go to this person. Please go to this person. I can't do that also. See, your problems cannot be sorted out. I am going to take full 30. Now another 5 more minutes. Okay. So, just wait. Don't, don't, don't go away. So, your problems, whether they are material worldly, whichever way you look at it, I don't have a solution. I can only say, you know, I am like, a, I, I, you know, the Air India Maharaja, he does, he does like this. I am also going to do like that only. I can't solve your problem. Okay. Or otherwise, I will be like a laughing Buddha. The only thing is this what I can do. Do you know who can solve your problem? You yourself. Can you take the lead? Can you be the leader? The basic issues are what? You know what is the basic issues? Laziness. You have capacity to work, but you are lazy. You can do so many things, but you don't get up in time. You understand? Now see, I am giving. Okay. I don't know how to balance my books. You have never even seen what a balance sheet looks like. 
<laughs> I don't, when they say, no, I don't have any money left, you have never balanced your book. So, how will you know where the money is going? See? So, did you understand all these things? I got stomachache. You ate a stupid biryani. That's why you got stomachache. You, you know the answers. The answers are what? 18 chapters go in the, you know, in that Bhagavad Gita. And at the end of 18 chapter also, this duffer doesn't even understand. Lift your bow and arrow and shoot. I mean, just imagine. If he understood in first chapter, there will be no Bhagavad Gita. We can't have 12 cantos of this book if you understood that what you are supposed to do. What is? What are you supposed to do? Just take the leadership baton. Just say, I can do anything in this world and I can solve any problem. And just do it. Wear the shoes if you want, Nike. Just do it. I don't care. Run with it. But do it. Don't just say, I can't do it. Don't say, I don't have money. Go get money. You know why all these, all these nonsense which I said to you? Annihilation. Annihilation means destruction of all. We learnt in this entire chapter, God is in you. Do you understand this? The reality is you. What are we talking about? No God, 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 somewhere God, God, God. You are the reality. You are that absolute being. You can solve your own issues. You can solve your problems. You just need to do it. And don't worry how it is going to happen. The God inside of you, the consciousness inside of you, which is now sleeping, will wake up and give you the answers. The annihilation which we are talking about is the annihilation of this ego, which keeps on telling you, you are incapable, you can't do this, you can't do that, you are a stupid fellow. This annihilation of this ego is important. All the elements have to go back into its place. You are the Narayana. Do you think there is some other Narayana? You are the Narayana. You are that God yourself. You came into the picture. You have been sitting on this material worldly snake, you know. This snake, what do you think is the snake? If he is giving off all that fire and all. Is this material world? Wake up, wake up. Just wake up. And destroy this ignorance around you. This is all ignorance. Wake up to the light. The light which gives you that knowledge and understanding. Yes, I can do it. And you are that God which can do all this. The annihilation of this universe has nothing to do with you and me. You understand what I am saying? Billions of years later, the world may come to an end. Who cares about this world? Coming to an end a billion years from now. You have to wake up today. Bring that world to an end of yours. Just bring an end to your problems right away. Got it? This chapter is not about annihilation. It is the strengthening of your will to know that you are the... I think these five minutes are up. And these five minutes should tell you, wake up that sleepy soul of yours. And don't think that I can give you answers. You are a, a, your own answer. You know that? You are your own answer. You search for it inside of you. Wake up that God within you, the Narayana within you, and you will take the leadership. You are that God. This is the spiritual aspect of this lesson. I hope you all understood it. Okay? So I will see you all in the coming week. You have a very good...